Hey, all you intrepid architects out there. If you believe design can change the world, then you've found your humans here on this show, Architecting. My name is Angela Mazzi, and I'm an architect and career coach who's figured out how to live my passion while claiming a successful architecture career and lifestyle. This show is about the architect as a person and will help you bypass the status quo traps in our profession while teaching you how to make an impact in your career. We need to stand in our power as architects and use our skills to make great places. If you're with me, let's get architecting. Bright Lights, it's Angela, and today I am coming from you from Cleveland, Ohio, where I am excited to be here for the Healthcare Design Conference. It's been two years since these healthcare conferences have had an in-person event. There's usually three of them that I go to, one in the spring, one in the midsummer, and then this one. And fall of 2019, this particular conference was the very last time we were all together. I don't know about you, but the world is opening up and it feels so good because when we do things virtually, as powerful of a tool as the internet is, as much connectivity that it gives us, it doesn't give us the personal connection And nothing can replace the moment where you run into someone in the hallway on your way to a session or sit next to someone at lunch or share a story. And these are not purpose-driven activities, right? When it's virtual, you're only there for the purpose-driven stuff and you miss those hallway moments, those incredible magic times when you are networking when you're showing people that you care, when you're making a difference, and you have to be fully present. I think we've all experienced a you know wave of temporary ADHD over the past two years because we're all so driven to multitask. And in a world where interaction is virtual, that's exactly what we're doing. We're splitting our attention all the time and it's exhausting. It feels so good to be in person and fully present and just relax into that. I normally find a lot of social interaction. I need a break because I'm an introvert, but it's been so long that it's actually giving me energy to get to see old friends and make new ones. And it reminds me of a quote from Jim Quick, where he says, no one cares how much you know until they know how much you care right? So in the virtual format, it was all about knowledge sharing. How much do I know? What can I tell you? But in person, it's about showing how committed you are, how much you care, how much these things we're talking and presenting about matter to us. And nothing could escape when they gave the Rising Star Awards to emerging professionals and each of these people who are in the early stages of their career came up on stage to say thank you. And you could see clearly the look in their eyes. You could hear the break in their voice and you could see how committed and passionate they were to building a better world. And that's 
why conferences like this exist. That is what we're built to do. That is what leadership is all about. It's taking people somewhere they couldn't see before. It's way showing. It is not mentoring or training or managing. It is way showing. I wanted to spend some time today talking about being an agent of change. So we've been exploring leadership in the last few podcasts, but there's a thing about being a leader. You have to be intrepid. You have to be willing to make a change. And it was interesting at my office, we had some staff pose a question to leadership as part of our EDI and social justice initiative. When did you know you were a leader? And it occurred to me in my story that I think I've always known because from when I was very, very young, my grandfather would say to me, don't use someone else's head, use your own. How do you want it to be? Make it that way. And he gave me so much agency. He empowered me, even as a really young child, to believe that I had a right to assess a situation, form an opinion, and choose what I wanted to do next. And that's such a powerful, powerful gift. And it came from his own life experiences. So I am Italian, but I'm only a second-generation American. My grandparents came to this country, and they had to deal with an immigration process that left their families separated for seven or eight years until they and their mothers could be called over. They had to deal with learning a new language, with being poor, with being called a dago and a wop and discriminated against but they believed in better and they worked hard. And both sets of my grandparents, by the time they were in middle age, were living comfortable middle-class lives. They had evolved, they had transcended. And what's more, they had imbued that spirit in their children. My parents were the first in the family to go to college. And my mother was a lab technician who decided She don't want to work for the hospital anymore. So she opened her own lab. My dad, the little boy who had to work as a child plucking chicken feathers for the local butcher, was a doctor who was the head of physical therapy and the chief of staff at the hospital he worked at, who helped found the College of Osteopathic Medicine at Ohio University. They had evolved more than maybe their parents ever dreamed possible because they were shown the next highest branch and then they climbed higher. So we get to me, and you could say I've had a privileged life, right? I grew up in an upper middle class family surrounded by people who poured everything into me. That means I have to give that much more because I don't need to spend my time like they did overcoming all these struggles. They took them away from me through how they lived their life. And I'm much higher up that tree. How could I ever sit quiet in a corner, not speak my mind, smile and nod my head 
when they overcame so much so I could be here? How much more can I do? How much more can I accomplish? How much more do I owe back to the world? When you have unique qualities and gifts, and we all do, there's not a one of us that doesn't have something to contribute. We have a moral obligation to share it because it's why we're here. It's what we're doing. And we have to commit to be brave, not to stand there in the corner, not to worry that somebody might not like it, not to worry that we could potentially offend somebody, but to see what we can contribute and then to go for it. No excuses. We can't be available to be sidetracked. We have to keep going, keep evolving, keep way showing so other people can be better too, so we can build a better world, so we can remove some obstacles for other people and they can see what's possible. And I think about that so much when we work with our clients. And when I say client, I don't just mean the people who are paying us. I mean the people who will be living, working, playing, healing in the spaces we give them. We cannot afford in this world to build any more mediocre spaces. We've got to take a stand. We've got to help the people that are paying us to design to see how it can be better, how it can impact how it can make a difference because this is possible it's possible and when we put purpose behind our actions we inspire others because they have a purpose too and rather than sitting on the sidelines rather than letting our ego that lets us worry about what will they think what if i fail what if i can't do it but our purpose lead the way You will do things no matter what. You will take people somewhere they didn't know they can go. And the world will be a better place. Because just like my family's story, you will have opened their eyes. You will have shown them that there's something bigger and better than what they know. You will have shown the world that they can come with you to a new place, to a better situation, and that It's possible to make a difference. It's not audacious. It's not ridiculous. It's not overreaching to believe in transformation. So come with me. Be that leader. Raise your hand and start doing what you were put here to do. You think nobody cares or no one's listening, you'd be surprised. I was blown away at this conference is how many people walked up to me and said, I love what you're doing. I love this community you're building. The clubhouse rooms are so powerful. They're telling their friends, you need to listen to this. And some of these people were my contemporaries or younger, but some of them are stars in the industry. And they're going, thank you. Thank you. We need this. And they're right. And who was I to start a podcast in a clubhouse room and build a community? Just somebody who wants to make a difference. Just somebody who believes 
the world could use a better built environment. But we have to say this, right? I have so many people who are part of this community tell me, I love that you're an architect and you're talking about this stuff because no one does. Well, it's time we all started to do that. So I hope you're with me. All right, everyone, I am set for a busy day at this conference and I cannot wait. If you're enjoying what you're hearing, please subscribe, leave a review. If you know someone who would enjoy this content as well, part of being leaders, part of that transformation is sharing what we know. So let them know, let them subscribe too. Go to my website, architectingpodcast.com. I have some amazing free resources for you there to help you get more clarity and be that leader you were meant to be. All right, I will see you next time. In the meantime, go to Instagram, DM me, or leave a comment and tag me at architectingpodcast.com. I'd love to hear what you think. Bye, everyone. Thanks for being part of this episode of Architecting. If you enjoyed the show, join our community on Facebook, Instagram, or LinkedIn to keep up with what's in the show pipeline, including a behind-the-scenes look at my architecture lifestyle. Feel free to share your content ideas. Love to hear your feedback. You can also visit architectingpodcast.com to download free career content and learn about my classes, book, and coaching programs. Until next time, stay inspired. (laughs) 